0: Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot maybe your new best friend.
3: Oh my gosh, hello everybody and welcome back to another episode of Don't Blame Me with me, Megan Ranks. Whee! I've been listening to my own podcast too much because I'm like waiting for the music to like kick in in my ears but it doesn't happen till post it's a fun fact for you all I don't record this with that little like shoe up it up in the background which would be cool if you're new here this is my advice podcast where I a incredibly intelligent and super worldly well-lived person of uh an elderly 24 years of age, give you all really fantastic advice to change your lives on topics that I may or may not have had any personal experience with. Yes, it is a very professional podcast with me, Megan Ranks. Hi, you should follow me on Instagram. I say that because I'm dangerously close to 1.4. I'm still at 1.3, but I would love to get a little kick over the edge. Also, my Instagram aesthetic has been Pretty on point recently. Yay. So um, welcome back, guys. If you have not called in to our number before, what have you been doing aside from watching Um, Freakish, hopefully, season two on Hulu. It's not out yet, but it'll be out soon. But yeah, if you guys wanna call and leave a voicemail asking for advice and telling me things in your life that you would like my input on, you can leave a voicemail at 310-694-0976. Again, you can call this number and leave a voicemail at 310-694-0976. I'd also like to note that this is the first time ever that I have memorized that number. I wrote it down and we, we had, I mean, we had to double check it because we weren't sure if I knew it, but I did. I had it memorized. It's very exciting. Um, you know, it's not very exciting. We, Jack is gone. Wah, wah, wah. Not forever, everybody. Don't be too sad. He is sick. What's he sick with? Oh, Mel's here, by the way. Hello. Mel's always here, but now Mel has like, she's got a microphone in front of her. Yeah. So where's, what's Jack sick with? He's got a cold and a fever and Ooh. he sounds awful. Ugh. Oh, no. I wonder what his sick clothes are. Mm, like yeah, matching like, sweatpants. Like he
4: had on a T-shirt and sweatpants when we went and picked up the equipment. Oh, yeah.
3: Sniffling and sneezing everywhere. Mm-hmm. Gross. Yes. Yeah. Super sick. Well, Jack, we hope you feel better, but the show will go on without you. And now there's, now now I guess I have no one to banter off with, but I'm going to force Mel to do some of it. So, you so guys can going to hear a lot of my voice. But, um, yeah, without all the blibbering and blabbering, I guess, I mean, should I update on my life or anything? Do people care? Yeah,
4: you just finished your movie. Oh,
3: that is, this is me, like, not-so-subtle segue. of being like, Mel, ask me about my movie so I don't sound like an asshole who's like, hi, so I just finished a movie. Oh, my God, wow, what a funny segue. Yeah, guys, if you have have been dormant on my social media you wouldn't have noticed but you probably have I've probably posted like 15 different times about this on Instagram but I just wrapped my first movie and today I actually posted like an incredibly long and sappy post all about it which is very unlike me it was such a long post that I wrote it out on my computer and then texted it to myself to use as the caption but yeah it was super exciting it's something that's been under wraps for a while the movie is called honored and um, fun fact which most of the people who are on this production didn't even know Uh, I created the story I didn't write the entire script but I um, basically had created like four different characters and a plot summary and an outline of a cool movie that I would like to watch and be in and then hired a writer who wrote a script and then we sold that script to Lionsgate and that was like almost four years ago and then suddenly we filmed it so it's really exciting we had so much fun um and yeah if you guys want to follow the Instagram account or the Facebook account or the Twitter account of the movie it's all at honored movie and we don't know when it's going to be released yet or where it's going to be released but if you follow those things it will tell you and I will also tell you eventually but Um, Yeah, it was it was a great deal of fun. And I'm also hoping to get some of my co-stars from the movie to be guests on the podcast.
4: Very exciting.
3: It is very exciting. I'm, I cannot wait. It's going to be good. They're all very excited. I've told them that they have to swear and like say things like penis and they're like uh, all about it. Karuchi's all about it. Sasha was like, yeah, I can say penis. <laughs> so it'll be good. But yeah, guys, that's the exciting stuff with my life. So enough about me talking about myself. Um, why don't we go to calls and then I can talk about myself through answering your questions.
5: Hi, I am I'm 12 years old. Um, I wanted to ask you for help because I'm going into sixth grade GNT and I am very nervous because it's just like very nerve wracking and I don't have anyone to help me because my parents say that I like stress too much about it, but I was wondering if you could help me and I would appreciate it.
3: My first automatic reaction is, oh, my God, I cannot believe someone who's not even in sixth grade watches my videos. I'm a terrible influence. I need to reevaluate my brand. Secondly... Um going into sixth grade, I will be super honest with you. Sixth, like the transition from fifth grade to sixth grade is it's a lot. There's this whole thing where like, there's a lot of like radical or like super liberal, um, school districts that are trying to like eradicate like middle schools in general, because like, you're just putting together like the meanest group of kids. <laughs> like as soon as you get to be like 11 to like 13, 14, like I'll be real, just terrible. Everyone, no one is awesome or at their prime or just doing everything right when they're that age. Um, So it's hard, I think, knowing going into it that it's kind of going to be like, not like it's a wash and you're like, oh, whatever, who cares about it? But I think if you go into it knowing that it's a transitional phase for everybody and like everybody is super nervous. I had a super hard time going from fifth grade to sixth grade because I went to an incredibly, incredibly small elementary school and I went to like... Okay. If anyone understands, I wasn't like um, like a hippier version of Waldorf Montessori school. So like I came from like, I had like six kids in my like elementary graduating class. Like I didn't know science. I didn't know history. Like I didn't even have to take the star tests because everyone's like, no, it's not good to give. Like I called my teachers by their first name. So like I went into middle school and then I went to a normal middle school and it was like kind of, uh, was this my phone? phone? Oh, sorry guys. Um, Uh, I then, yeah. So then I went out to middle school. It was like definitely a shock to the system because it was just a normal standard public middle school. Like we had like, you know, bomb threats and lockdowns, all those like very standard, (laughs) typical middle school things. But no, it was hard. And I definitely was like a super freak. Like I let my freak flag fly like way too high and for way too long into middle school. Um, but yeah, I think just knowing that everyone else is going to be nervous. And then also kind of just, um, in knowing that everyone else is going to be nervous, As much as it might be out of character for you to, like, reach out to people to make friends, it's also a good time to kind of not reinvent yourself fully, but kind of do things that you might not Characterized as something that's like very you to do like oh i'm too shy to do that Well, this is middle school. No one knows that you're too shy to do that So reach out to somebody and like make friends with someone because I guarantee you as scary as that feels The person who you're like reaching out to wants you to do that 10 times more than you do So everyone is equally as if not more nervous than you And if you can kind of stomach it and pretend you're not nervous and just kind of fake it and um, Reach out to people and make friends I think everyone is going to be stoked about it because everyone is super nervous And if anyone's acting like they're not nervous they're just taking this advice and pretending they're not nervous, okay. On to the next call. um I'm
5: uh, fourteen, and um, I've liked this guy since kindergarten, and he like kind of knows that I like him because, like, my friends like just told him little hint or like they just killed him. And every time he tries to talk to me, i like to hide. I can only talk to him sometimes. When he doesn't want to ask me about anything. So, um, yeah. School is starting up again, but there's a school event that I'm going to, and I, uh, he's going to be there, and I want to tell him, but I can't. And he recently broke up with my, um, old friend that. Me and her got into arguments and we're not friends anymore. So she might hate me and one of my other old friends that we got into a fight about, she likes him, but she knew that I liked him since kindergarten. And I don't really know what to do because he has his best friend and I kinda like him too. And I but like he's starting to become my friend too. And I just don't know what to do. So I, I really need help about that.
3: I think you just gotta live your best 14 year old life. Um, first of all, this sounds like me in middle school where it's like, I have a crush on this guy, but I also kind of think it's friends super cute. but like, I don't know if I like it's friend, but I am going to like this guy because he might like me back. And then my friends and I all aren't friends. Cause we like the same guy, which is Jack and I make me, are you going to make me bleep the name? If I reference someone that I did this to probably. Okay. Well, we're just going to add it now. So his name was, <laughs> would you? So whatever. I'm not going to call him my name. Boop, boop. <laughs> boop, 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 boop. But no, there was this guy that I had a crush on. Granted, like, my element, my middle school life was, like, my group of girlfriends, my group of guy friends. And then it was this whole, like, incestual thing of, like, us, like, liking the same guy and, like, slow dancing with the same guy and being like, oh, my God, I hate you. I can't believe you did that. And I definitely lost friends over guys in middle school I had crushes over that... The big one that I feel like I might have even referenced this before is there was this guy that one of my really good friends and I in middle school, we both had a crush on. And granted, he was like one of the only cute guys in our middle school. So like 90% of our school had a crush on this guy. And I liked him. He liked me. And I had told my friend that I liked him. And she was like, I don't really, I I like him too. You can't pursue anything with him. But we probably used way less eloquent words because we were like way younger. Um, and then I was like, no, I really like him. We're going to go through with this. And she got so mad at me. We stopped being friends. And then the guy was like, yeah, it seems like a lot of drama. I don't want to be a part of this. And I was like, what? (laughs) So I just lost a friend because I thought you and I were going to be a thing. And granted a thing at that age is also like not really that much of anything. And it was also that the stakes were heightened because there was so much drama surrounding it that I thought I liked him a lot more than I did. Um, And I'm not saying that that's the case with you in this situation, but I think it's kind of looking, I think girl friendships, like that whole thing is super, super important. And if you can practice at a young age, really valuing like the other girls in your life and not competing with them and like building each other up and not like, yeah, not competing with like over guys with them and all that kind of stuff. I think it's a really good habit to like, to get into practice of. But I mean, if you like this guy, I think then you say that you like him. You just kind of have to look at the situation as a whole. And if it's awkward and it's going to be weird, um, that's unavoidable. And if you might like his friend and you aren't sure if it's worth it to say anything to him, it's probably not. I think the whole thing that I've always said when it comes to telling someone how you feel about them is you have to do it for you. You can't do it in hopes of what they say back. And if your feelings for someone are conditional, if they like you back, it's not really real feelings. So if you feel the need to tell him that you like him, um, then there can't be any sort of pressure on him to like you back too. And then also understand if it's worth kind of risking your friendships for. And who knows if you really like this guy that much because you apparently also think his friend is cute if I understood the call right. But I think you got to live your best 14 year old life. Don't stress about it too much because there's going to be far more drama when you get to high school because then boys... Their, their voices drop other things drop and there's alcohol so <laughs> don't do that yet but i mean i i wouldn't say spend don't spend all of your um time and energy dealing with so much drama when you're this age because it only gets worse when you're older
6: and the next one okay hi virgin i'm and i'm 15 and so long story short i'm talking to this kid well it's like i don't really know how to explain what it is like we're talking but like Dating, I guess, like we've done things already. <laughs> like, okay, mm-hmm. so i snuck out multiple times, and he snuck at my house multiple times. And, and so, let's just say that we've had sex, and like, it's fine. Like, I don't know how to explain it. Like, it, it's sex. Like, okay, he was my first kiss. He, mind you, this happened. Like, a little bit over two months ago, like, we met during school, and he was just, like, hey, and so we started talking. And we're not, like, officially dating, but we're doing things that couples would do, I guess. But lately, he's been acting kind of weird, and I don't know what that means. Like, he used to be, like, oh, baby, and, like, princess, and, like, he used to be like, stuff like that, and now he's just, like, I, like he's not saying those things anymore, and... I don't know, it's, it's weird, I guess. And, <laughs> and so, like, I don't know how to explain. It's just been weird. And he's just been, like, really short. Like, I was saying, like, good morning. I'm going to have a case And he's like, GM. Like, okay, like, I don't know if that means that he doesn't like me anymore and he just doesn't know how to tell me. Like, I just need help figuring whether or not figuring out if he still likes me or not. So, yeah, thanks.
3: Oh. Sometimes I like when these are a little more up in the air, but this one seems, oh, this pains me to say it seems pretty, pretty clear. I think, oh God, I want to give you a hug. I think he's just over this. Um, and I'm so sorry. I'm really trying to rack my brain to like spin this in a positive way that there could be another option. But I I think you're, I think you already know. You've already kind of said it. I think you. you're seeing the fact that he's, He, I wouldn't say he's breadcrumbing you, which is one of my least favorite things that people do, but he's definitely, I think he's definitely sort of doing that thing you do. I mean, okay, I almost said that you do at that age, but I'll be real. I I think I've done this now too at this age where you you kind of make it seem like it's the other person's idea. And if you start kind of treating someone not so awesome and having that stark contrast, maybe that person will do the dirty work and break up with you or end things for you, which is not the mature way to go about it. I mean, granted, I'll say I've definitely done that too. But I think that's what this is. And I think you you've got options in the sense of you can take that for what it is and be like, okay, you know what? I'm gonna walk away. I'm good. I'm fine with all of that stuff. Or you can okay, let me just state that the previous thing I just said is what I would definitely do. But if you really feel like you want to know for sure, then you can ask him and you can be like, hey. Um, I just want to have like an open, honest conversation with you and just going into this, I would really love if you could be totally honest with me, not sparing my feelings and all that stuff. I just really want to get to the bottom of this because I don't want to be wasting either of our time. Um, It doesn't seem like you're as invested in this as you were before, which is totally okay and understandable. I would just like to know um, because I don't want to be putting forth time and energy into something that is ultimately not going anywhere. Um, And then if he tells you that he's not interested in you anymore, you just got to take that. And I think if you're going to be asking those tough questions, you got to be ready for the tough answers and the responses to all of that stuff. Me personally, I definitely would not be able to take it. And I would just be like, Oh, okay, cool. You're trying to push me away. I'm just going to like go away without getting the full feedback of it. I'm also not a huge believer in closure in general, but if you feel like that's something that you would like to know and you feel like you can handle it and take it, Um, as much as, it's one of those things, as much as you're like, oh, I know the answer to the question and I know what, what you're going to say when you say something, hearing it back is really, really, really fucking hard. So I think if you're ready for that, you can, but my personal advice is I would just I would just kind of take some like big, 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 massive steps back. And if he reaches out to you and um, not that I'm saying like serve him his own medicine. but I think if you if you kind of start to back off and you don't text him and you you sort of just like not fully ghost him, but like ease away. Um, and he reaches out to you, I think the only time that I would give him the time of day is if he reaches out to you and is like, hey, are we okay? I'd like to fix stuff between us, what's going on. But I think if he texts you at like 3 a.m. in like a month and a half and is like, hey, what's up, cutie? Like, what you been doing? Then you kind of you kind of know what he's out there for. Um, and I also think it's important to know that how he treated you at the beginning versus how he treats you now is not normal in the sense of like the person that you're going to end up with and the person who's going to be like a really great compassionate partner is going to treat you like you're awesome from the beginning to the end there isn't kind of that fizzle out sort of phase I think when it comes to like being older and the honeymoon phase and all that stuff definitely fades but that like level of respect and kind of reciprocation to how you act towards somebody that's not really going to go away so I don't also think it's something that you need to learn to deal with because eventually you won't have to I think it's better to kind of get in the habit of being like no I don't deserve this I deserve way more let me say goodbye until I get something that is something that's fun and someone doing what I'm giving me what I'm giving them which is what I would say Ugh, I am so sorry he sounds terrible Oh, he doesn't sound. I mean, okay, he sounds terrible. I'm sorry if everything works. I mean, I'm happy if everything works out between you, but I'm sorry if everything works out and you hear this and you're like, Megan, you were totally wrong. And now you make him sound like a terrible person. I'm sorry. (sighs) I just want to give you a hug. Call back and let us know. Oh, yes. Good call. Please call back and let us know. And then if if it goes really, really terribly wrong, we can like, you know, eat dairy free ice cream and cross out pictures of him in your yearbook. It's definitely I have a lot of high school yearbooks with pictures crossed out of boys. <laughs> so if you need someone to do that with, I am so available. Uh, I hope everything ends up. Okay. Ah, okay. I guess it's time for the next call. I'm sorry.
6: Hey, Megan. It's me. Um, I'm, i going to be 13. Um, I just, um, I started my period recently and, um, I don't know how to, control myself because I'm going insane and it's literally the worst thing in my entire life. I just was hoping you could like give me some
3: advice. Dude, periods suck. Speaking of, I'm like five days late. What day is it? I'm like six days late. Stressed out. It's okay, guys. Don't worry about it. Uh, I'm worried about it. No, I'm not. I'm not pregnant. Don't worry. Okay. Here, periods suck. They're the absolute worst. Um oh my God, especially when you first Yeah, no, it's it's the worst. Um I mean I think Uh, God, I just, I want to know why they're the worst for you. Like if you're, I mean, if we're talking like cramps, big fan of my doll, huge fan, love it. Um, heating compresses are great too. If you're talking like emotional, like you feel like you're going batshit crazy. Um, hang, (laughs) this is terrible. This is not terrible advice. This is me. Hang out with like a couple of girls who also have their periods and you guys can all get synced up and then you can be absolutely crazy together. Um, I am currently on the same cycle as two of my friends who I just did the movie with and we loved, we loved it. We had so much fun doing it together because doing it together, doing that period (laughs) thing together because we would just like sit in a circle and just all eat a ton of food and not make ourselves feel bad about like one person eating a ton of food at one time. And then we would all just be like absolutely like wallowing emotional messes together. So I think if you kind of embrace that and accept that, um, that that's just a thing. And if your friends aren't going through it right now, they will definitely at a certain point. But I think finding, it's kind of the same thing when it comes to mood swings with anything. Finding stuff that, like, makes you happy. And I'm also a big fan of things that are, like, distracting. So, um, I I mean, if you really need a good cry, sure, throw on a Nicholas Sparks movie. But if anything, that would just make me way sadder. So throw on, like, Iron Man or something like that. Where you're like, this is funny. Um, not funny. This is, like, an intense action movie. Or throw on a comedy or something like that. But it's something that... Um, I wish I could say it gets easier with age, doesn't really, it just kind of sucks, but being a girl's cool and awesome, and it means your body's doing all the things that's supposed to be doing, so that's good, and um, be happy that you're not the person who, like, a parent threw a period party with for. Yeah, yeah, that's that, a thing. It's a thing. That yeah. was a, you know, a weird NorCal hippie family thing. Yeah,
4: it yeah. happens everywhere. I know people in Arkansas that did it too. Had a period parties. Yeah. Oof.
3: Yeah. That weirds me out. Me too. I'm like all pro-feminist, like eat your placenta if you want to, but like a period party, I do not want to wear a dress when I'm bleeding out. I'm bleeding out. Gross. We lost yeah. our two male listeners. <laughs> awesome. Well, um, also exercise helps for some people. It does. Mm-hmm. It actually does. That's one of the things that I, I get terrible cramps. Like I, when I was, Oh my God, like fifth, no younger than 15. Like the first year that I got in period, like 13 or 14, I had a cramp induced like seizure. Cause my whole body, mm-hmm. like, cause it's your muscles and they like cramp up and they seize. Um, and I have had like a, such a hard time like dealing with cramps as I've gotten older. Um, but exercise is one of those things that I'm like, if I can accurately time, my uh mydol that i it's like slowly kicking in as i'm getting ready to go work out it's amazing that's great and chocolate always helps too mm-hmm. and french fries that's what the doctor prescribes french fries and mydol. <laughs> but exercise that's a good one go on a run or a walk a walk yeah that helps with the
4: emotions and with the cramping
3: oh so. okay dr mel in the <laughs> house oh okay great so i expect a lot of um Pictures of you on a walk, eating chocolate and crying. You don't have to cry. If you want to cry, you can cry. (laughs) Okay, guys, we are going to take a quick break, but we'll be right back. Don't miss us too hard. (laughs) Miss us hard. Gross. episode of Don't Blame Me is brought to you by you. Yeah, you did it. Good job, you. You didn't even know you were doing it, but do you know what you did? You guys left awesome reviews on the Apple Podcast app, and we greatly appreciate it, and this is not us telling you to stop. It's telling us telling you to do it more. Do it all the time. Leave a review when you wake up in the morning. Leave one before you go to bed t- at night. Leave one on a Tuesday and a Monday and a Wednesday and a Thursday, and I said the date of, of the week wrong, but yeah. Guys, leave the reviews. Not only do they make me feel good when I'm having a bad day and I can just look at the reviews of my podcast, and make people really like me, but they also help other people find this podcast, which also is great because it makes us film it and record it um, all the time, which is so much fun. And a lot of you guys in these reviews have been asking for them to be weekly. And wow, that would be a lot of, lot, of, lot of time and energy. But hey, if you leave a ton of reviews. Maybe, maybe we'll be able to find the time to do it every week, but I thought I would read some of my favorite reviews. So I've scrolled and found one. And this one says perfect for a long drive by sex addicts. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not kidding. And I also didn't even read the name until I just read it aloud. And I was like, oh, okay. Uh, my boyfriend and I, now I can't think about anything but her and her boyfriend are sex addicts. Oh, good God. My boyfriend and I are in the midst of a cross-country road trip, and after listening to music, various CDs, and a few other podcasts, we decided to give Don't Blame Me. Decided to give Don't Blame Me. What? Okay. It's so great. I love this already. And oh, goodness. This advice is hilarious and kind of shitty advice, but it's so entertaining and from the heart, and the lack of filter is so entertaining. We love laughing at the advice because it's so true, but also the the hard things that you don't want to hear, which I love. I'm glad. I love when people appreciate the tough love of it, which I think is really nice. Um, so thanks, sex addicts. <laughs> um, and then I'm going to read another one. Okay. Oh, This one is really nice, and I also don't know how many episodes they've listened to because the title of it is Open-Minded and Welcoming, which is not two words I would use to describe. Maybe I'm open-minded, but like am I welcoming? Um, and she says, Megan or he, Megan does such a great job of withholding any sort of judgment. I find myself thinking that most of the calls are a bit ridiculous and childish, but then Megan's responses always remind me that what was important to me as a teenager is very different from what is important to me now. Thanks for creating a safe zone and putting me in my place, Megan, which I think is so nice. That's so sweet. And I also makes me wonder, did I laugh at anyone too much? Like the girl who said her boyfriend wanted her to shit on her face, which he really definitely meant sit. Oh, good God. I wonder how she's doing. Are you listening? Could you please call us back? Okay. Well, I hope you guys enjoyed those um reading reviews of my podcast. And if you guys want to hear your lovely review be read, then you should go leave a review on the Apple Podcast app. Five stars only because I'm an asshole Uber driver who won't let you out of the car until you do five stars. Those are creepy people. Okay, guys. Um. Anyways, I'm going to stop talking, and now I'm going to get into me talking that's not about me, but it's still about me. Okay. Me again. Kiss BRB. <laughs> and we're back, and we're going into our next call.
7: So I had one advice about going after college. Um, I want to go off to maybe a school like four hours away from my home. But then I also don't want to leave my parents because they're kind of like attached to me. Um And I also, if I do go off to college, um I have a problem with like choosing my major. So I was wondering if you can like give me advice um on how to choose like what I want. Well, not tell me what to major in, but like help me and guide me. Okay. Thank you.
3: I think you got to go where you want to go. Um, A college in that age as a college dropout, I can really um, wholeheartedly say that it's an important time for you to be selfish and kind of just focus on you. Um, which, I mean, I, me dropping out too, it's like definitely a selfish decision not what anyone else wanted, but you kind of you like, this is, if you don't learn how to do things for you At that age, it's so hard because as soon as you become like a total people pleaser and not even just with people that you're friends with or people like your teachers and stuff, but like even with your parents and the people in your life, if you're so used to doing everything that caters towards them, you're not going to realize what you want to do because you've spent so long doing what everyone else wants you to do. So, I think like choosing a school wise, your parents will survive, everyone will survive. I think going away, if it's like a feasible, like financial option for you, I would go wherever you, it is that you want to go because you need to take the time to like learn and grow as an adult and spread your wings. Um, as when it comes to like a major, God, college sucks in the sense of you think that you can just like go to college and you're like, I'm going to take a bunch of courses and figure out what I want to major in. And then you're like, oh, psych, I have to be in college for seven years because nothing that I took was really a prerequisite for anything else. Um, so I think if you can think about things that interest you now and try and take courses in them, uh, your first or second semester or quarter at school, wherever you end up going. Um, and then from there, just like also understanding that what you major in in school doesn't dictate your career. Like the amount of friends I have who major in communications where I'm like, do you, do you communicate on a daily basis? Does your job require you to be a really good communicator? And they're like, yeah. I'm like, okay. Or friends I have like who are psychology majors who now work in sales. Like your major doesn't fully dictate what you're going to go do. If you want to be a doctor or a lawyer or anything like that, like doing like the pre-law pre-med Uh, Do you even do that in undergrad? Yeah, you do. I
4: actually have a degree in biology, and I'm a producer, so it doesn't
3: matter. It doesn't at all. (laughs) Do what interests you and what fascinates you, and if you want to change – I think it's also like there's that stress of like I know so many people who change their majors like six times because they're like well it's not the career I want to do and then they graduated and went to a totally different career I'm like you spent an extra year and a half in college changing your major because you're like my English major is not going to work because I've decided that I want to be a scientist and now your bio like then your like chemistry major does not translate into the fact that now you work in like sales for like a travel company so I think if you kind of um, do whatever it is that interests you and don't put yourself in a box in don't put yourself in a box in like oh I have to choose this major and I have to go ahead and go do this kind of stuff but then also knowing that um if there's something you want to do majoring something in something similar is good and if you change your mind that's also totally okay because as much as your college education matters As a whole, um, employers aren't really fully looking at your degree, like what you majored in and what your degree is in, unless you're going into a profession that requires a certain degree. But find a college that makes you excited to learn and then pick things that make you like pick whatever excites you when you want to pick courses and all that stuff. Yeah, I um, like my
4: junior year because my plan was to go to dental school and my junior year. I was like I don't want to do this anymore so I wouldn't talk to my counselor so talk to your counselor because they have answers and she was like oh you took some like play classes and stuff just for fun like why don't you look into the entertainment field and I was like I hadn't thought about that before <gasps> oh. and so just talk talk to them um also do internships too because mm-hmm. that working mm-hmm. in the field that you think you might doing an internship can help you see if that's what you actually want to do too. Good
3: advice from an actual college grad (laughs) who's way more equipped to give you answers on this question than me. A college dropout. No, I think that's a good idea. Internships focus and all that stuff. Yeah. You'll be fine. Just stay in school. Michelle Obama will be disappointed if you don't. She's still our first lady. (laughs) (laughs) True. Never forget.
7: (laughs) Next call. I'm 22 years old and I'm currently dating someone who's the sweetest, kindest, mostly absolutely perfect man I've never met in my entire life. Um and the only problem is when I was eighteen years old I was looking for love in all the wrong places and I went on a date with his brother. His brother then ghosted me after, you know, we went on a date and to be vindictive and to get my revenge, I went out with his older brother's identical twin brother. And so that means I have gone out with not only um, my current boyfriend's identical twin brothers, but I've also slept with both of them. The only problem with that now is, um, I have actually fallen head over heels for their younger brother, and I'm supposed to go to a family event soon, and the problem with that is I know what's gonna happen, and if his brothers haven't said anything, they probably will, and I don't know how to go about this um I'm no longer the vindictive 18-year-old I was. I've changed a lot and I've grown. I've had to go through experiences that have changed me and shaped me into the 22-year-old young woman I am. And because of that, I really hope that this doesn't change my relationship status, but I feel like it will. And I don't know how to go about handling this. I just don't know what to do at this point. And it's kind of nerve-wracking because... You know, I might have just met someone who's supposed to be with me, who I'm supposed to end up with, and I may have fucked it up when I was 18 years old. And pardon that language, but I am scared.
3: Wow, holy shit, dude, this is fucking dramatic. And I'm not gonna downplay this. You're in a fucking pickle. You are, you are in that pickle jar, and you are like safety sealed. Holy shit. Wow, um, oh my god. First of all, I feel like I would be friends with you. You sound, <laughs> I spit so much just then. <laughs> but you sound, wow, you you this this sounds like something that would have happened to me. Um, wow. Um, first of all, <sighs> dude, homie, I'm a good level with you. the fuck did you not tell him when you started dating him? Like you, 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 you you're an awesome human, but you done goofed with that one. It's I don't know how long you guys have been dating. Did she say how long she's been dating mm-hmm. him? Okay, so okay, so maybe you haven't been dating for that long, um, but maybe you have been, and if you've been dating for a while, she um, thinks that
4: he's the love of her life.
3: Oh, oh my God! Oh God! You gotta, tell, <laughs> you have to tell him at the same time. I can't. I, dude, he might not be. He might not be cool with this at all, at all, at all, at all. And even I think it's a lot better if he hears it from you than his brothers. Both of them, right? <laughs> oh, dude, you're a savage. I love it. But um, yeah, you gotta be the one to tell him. Um, and even if you like ditch this family event, you're just putting it off longer because it eventually it'll come out. And then also, um, your your past prior self could never have known that you would have ended up really falling for this guy so you can't you can't put that kind of blame on like you like oh i might have messed it up without even knowing it cuz also if he is like the love of your life or whatever none of this is actually going to matter like if he wants to be with you and you want to be with him and like you're supposed to end up together the fact that you've <sighs> Did you sleep with both of his brothers? Mm -hmm. Damn, dude, I love you. And I know that's not what you want to hear right now, but like, I know that you're upset that you did this at 18, but 18 year old you and 18 year old Megan would have gotten up to some shit together. Um, But yeah, I think if he's the right guy, it would be kind of one of those like, well, we have to deal with this. But I think also it's a kind of a good telltale sign if he's in it for the long haul and he sees the same sort of future that with you that you see with him if he's willing to stick around for it. And if not, then whatever. Um, But yeah, I I think you got to tell him sooner rather than later. The longer you wait, the more shady it seems. And the worse it's gonna be. So I think you just gotta rip the band-aid off way before the family event, and then tell them, tell them everything that you've said. Like you can even be like, I literally called into a podcast with this girl I used to watch on YouTube in 2009, um, because (laughs) was I on YouTube in 2009? Maybe, Um, because like I really didn't know what to do. And I think if you're just honest and apologetic, and there's 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 really nothing you can say to defend yourself in the situation. Um, and I think if you kind of just like, yo, I felt so weird, I didn't know how to bring it up. and I should have brought it up sooner, and I'm so sorry, but i I don't know if you've heard of this at all. And I think half the reason why I didn't tell you from the beginning is because there's a part of me that kind of had hoped you had already known, so I wouldn't have to address it. but now that we're going to this, I just really want to make sure everything's out in the open. and just and just say it point blank and just be like, I'm really sorry, and I really have feelings for you And, obviously I really care about you because neither of those other things worked out and I wouldn't be with you um I wouldn't be with you uh if I had like anything had happened between with me and them and all that kind of stuff um and then you kind of got to take his reaction however it's going to be because it's a weird situation and if he's not comfortable with it that has to be okay but that also means he's definitely like not your guy but oh my God, this one, you literally have to call and give us a follow-up. Like you have to, like I'm forcing you because I'm so wildly curious. There's also a part of me that wants to know where you live and if I can attend this family function and I can just like wear a disguise because oh I want to see it go down. <laughs> I'm so curious. I love other people's drama. It's so bad. I love it. I love it. And I but this one I feel a little more personally invested in because you you know who I am. So I'm like, "Oh no, I want your I don't want your life to like blow up in front of your face." And I don't think it will. I think I mean, no matter what, you're either going fi- to figure out that this guy is the guy for you and he's going to be cool with it and everything's going to be fine even if you have to go through a rocky patch, or he's not the guy for you and everything's going to be like shit for a little while and then you're going to meet some other guy and you're going to be like, "Well, wow, okay, this had to happen so I could get to this place." But shit, man.
4: Yeah. I also want to know, do you guys not take pictures on social media? <gasps> True. Because his brothers would have seen you.
3: Yeah. Is he close with his brothers? Is I he like, oh, my new talk. girlfriend? <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, actually, that could be, if they have a, don't have a good relationship, that could be in her favor. Mm-hmm. Or if they have a good relationship. But he also might already not know. and might He might already know and not give a shit. Right. Like, well, it might be like a whatever, because that was years ago thing.
4: Or the brothers haven't told him.
3: Yeah. Oh, but how could you do that? Right. or maybe maybe you look wildly different who knows maybe she got a nose job like me and like no one recognizes her from before oh my gosh what about the mom the parents right yeah you have to tell you have to because this is just a sarah jessica parker movie yeah
4: Yeah, if they don't know and then you show up then it's even weirder so you have to tell them before
3: Uh, do you feel like it's a wedding i feel like the event's a wedding wedding. it's either a
4: wedding or family reunion
3: (sighs) I hope it's a, oh, I'm just picturing, it. it feels like a Sarah Jessica Parker moment and she's going to drop the strata and she's like screaming and Owen Wilson's like, it's okay. <laughs> oh, have anyone seen the family stone? Totally not related to this, but I feel like that's what's going to happen with this. So you need, you yeah, you need to tell him because then also if you're honest with him and you tell him, he might be like level with you and be like, I'm so glad you told me, but I'm real with you. I don't think it's a great idea for you to come to this event anymore, but I think you have to tell him yeah. and avoiding the event doesn't do any good. You just got to rip the bandaid off and you didn't fuck it up. Um, if anything, there's just life happens and all that kind of stuff. And it throws things at you. And if you guys can deal with this and handle it together, then he's the right guy. And if not, he's not,
4: mm-hmm. oh. they're going to have to deal with it eventually. Cause if yeah. they really are soulmates, then it's eventually going to happen. 100% have to be around them.
3: Oh, completely. And, or also like other things that might happen in your relationship. Like this could not be the first bump. This could be like one of a bajillion bumps. Do you have a sister? Maybe he fucked your sister. <laughs> Is that Darryl?
4: just one incestuous? Yeah. Circle. Oh,
3: good God! I also love that there's a twin in this situation. <laughs> that makes <laughs> like this so much better. Real, yeah. No, it's like I was like, oh God, dude. Also, I just I'm so sorry. Also, do you live in a small town like Slim Pickens? <laughs> no, but damn, yeah. You know, you know, it's, you're gonna be fine. All oh. right.
4: Well, we are coming to the end, so you know what time oh, it
3: is. It's. Oh my God. Do we still have producer's corner? Mm-hmm. Oh my God, guys, we got a producer's corner question. Even though. Oh, not that. I. I get. Yeah. Is he doing it from? I was going to be on the grave. That's really yeah. cryptic.
7: <laughs>
3: is he doing it? He. He's a uh, doing it from his sick bed. He's phoning it in. <laughs> okay.
6: Hey, Megan. Um, so here's my question. My friend just got invited to his 10 year high school reunion and uh he just told me he doesn't want to go which i just think is really foolish because i went a couple of years ago and i have to say it was very eye-opening to see where uh, everyone i went to high school with was 10 years later after graduating and uh, i think he's kind of making a big mistake for not to go so um what sort of advice would you give me to uh tell him and to- uh to convince him that uh, he's missing out on a huge opportunity because I really think you should go, and it's a very eye-opening experience. What do you think? Thanks, Spike
3: tell your friend to go because they're probably killing it and awesome and dress like you and they're sick and cool and then they can go back and rub it in the faces of everyone from high school who doesn't look sick and awesome and cool which is like my petty answer but then also I think it's also just fascinating to like see everyone that you went to school with and all that kind of things and even if it's not to rub it in anyone's faces about like oh look where I'm at look how great I'm at even if you're not where you want to be in life and you're afraid that everyone's where they're exactly where they want to be first of all you seem to be buying into like the highlight reel of Instagram but then also I think it's just it's it's fascinating and cool to see how people have grown up I'm um, not even I'm not close to my 10 year high school reunion yet but I'm definitely gonna go I definitely want to like look at the girls who are mean to me who are like oh I was like super smart and super cool and like just like see them and like slightly hope that they got really fat and like, I don't know all that petty, terrible stuff. But no, I think it's important to, I think it's important to kind of, um, to go. And also it's like a one night sort of thing. And also maybe you get to hang out with all your high school friends and get like stupid drunk, like you used to in like basements and stuff. So I say go plus Jack says go. So ready, set, go. (laughs) Uh, I don't even know why I'm in like a terrible dad joke mood, but yeah, I think you should go young ma'am or sir. Because 10 years post high school, that's quite an achievement. You did not end up in jail or anything else like that. (laughs) So you're definitely beating at least some people. So I say go. Okay, guys, thank you so much for listening to this episode. It's over. Wah, wah, wah. If you guys enjoyed it, we would very much so. Love if you leave a review on the Apple Podcast app. It would be amazing. Big fan, big fan. And um, if you want to follow me on my socials, they are always uh, listed in the description of all this kind of stuff, all of those things. And if you guys have listened to any of these calls and you're like, hey, I have some input on this, or if you are a previous caller, either from this episode or another episode, and you want to give us a follow up on any of the advice I gave you, I would love Love, love that. Um, And then also, again, if you've got more, if you heard these and they sparked any sort of like, oh, I've got something in my life that I would like Megan's wonderful, amazing advice on, you can leave a voicemail at 310-694-0976. Again, you can leave some response, you can leave a follow-up or just a whole other story of your life just not, I mean, like, not the whole story of your life. I mean, like, if you need advice on something, you can call us and leave a voicemail at 310- 694-0976. And thanks, guys, for listening. We will see you... What about international college? Oh, shit. Yeah, my, I didn't forget about you. I did forget about you international college, but now I'm not forgetting about you. You guys can record an MP3, like an audio file. Is this so-called an MP3? Mm-hmm. Do you remember LimeWire? Legally downloading yeah, music? Oh, yeah. Cool. I'm familiar with MP3s. <laughs> you guys can record an mp3 on your phone or whatever sort of recording device you have not a recorder i don't want to hear your wind instrument (laughs) (laughs) Uh, um, yeah you guys can make a audio recording and then email it to meganpodcast at gmail.com and it would be great if you just keep it under three minutes which is the same thing and all the sort of um suggested things that we say for the regular voicemails or be as As explicit or not explicit, I guess explicit, be as detailed as you can with like what you need advice on, mostly because that helps me give you the best advice. You could even hear in this, in this, where I'm like, oh, what a family event or how old are you? How long have you been dating? That kind of stuff really helps me cater to give you the best advice possible. So, yeah, if you guys want to email your MP3 files of your question stuffs to meganpodcast at gmail.com, we love international listeners, not more than we love our. Domestic Domestic I was like In national (laughs) But we do love this Canadians And we would love For you to give us Citizenship to Where you live Because here's Orange and bleak (laughs) Okay Well guys I will see you Or hear you You'll see me on the internet But you will hear me In your ears In two weeks Until then Don't mess up your lives Or just enough That you can call For more advice And then I can fix it Ba 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 Woo Bye. Don't Blame Me is a production by me Produced and directed by Jack Ferry Associate producer Melissa Demonts, Edited by Melissa DeMontz Post-production sound by Chris Henry And music by Giacomo Picasso and Ryan Hunter I will see you guys in two weeks And don't blame me if your life bursts into flames before then
2: Planning for your next trip?
1: Cool fact,
0: a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, folks, I'm
2: Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues